0: Thank mm-hmm. you. Welcome back to our ongoing conversation on what makes a coven work and how covens are still relevant to the craft in the 21st century. To begin with, let's identify our participants in this podcast and their roles in Circle Encore. I'm Catherine, the High Priestess.
1: And I'm Raven, the High Priest.
0: It's that time of the year when people are considering 2022, plotting out their calendars, and covens are no exception. So our topic for this fireside chat is how you would coordinate activities in a group. And I think one staple to base the calendar on for most Wiccans is the Wheel of the Year. The eight great Sabbats where we worship the Divine and recognize the turning of the seasons. However, if you're leading a group, is your group also going to gather for new moons, full moons, both? Are you going to follow the astronomic calendar or astrological calendar? The Gregorian calendar or the Julian calendar? Or are you going to go with the calendar of convenience? How much time can you, as a leader, commit to gathering with others? What do you do if you want to gather but people are too busy? Conversely, what if everybody in your group wants to get together but you can't schedule it? What do you do then? Our tradition in Circle Encore is to plan our calendar at the first full moon celebration, the beginning of the calendar year, which we call Planning Moon. And our Planning Moon is right around the corner. So, Raven, would you t- like to talk a little bit about what Planning Moon means to you and how you decide which Sabbats, spots or activities you want to commit to in the coming year?
1: So, for Planning Moon for me, it really is since it, it is one of our traditions it is a not only our planning moon but it's also a celebration of us getting back together we also call that our 12th night where we gift our presents to each other during that time of year and for how i decide on sabas, spots and other activities that i'm going to commit to it really is because, you know, you and I are the high priest and high priestess, we do choose some things early that we really want. And we say, oh, you know, high priest, high priestess privilege. We're going to take these S spots or sabbats. And those will be assigned to us. But I think some of the other stuff is really dependent on what people are choosing or not choosing throughout the year. And we tend to plug ourselves in more often than not, if someone can't commit to that, you know, moon or holiday.
0: Sure. We're kind of the default people if nobody wants to take on a ritual. Yep. So, you know, I think one of the things that's unspoken about planning moon that the coveners don't see is the preparatory work involved, looking at the astronomical calendar, for the solstices and the equinoxes, when there'll be full or new moons, and then trying to adjust that astronomical calendar with our calendar and the needs of the group. And because we're still in the grip of the pandemic, part of our plan for 2022 is to have some of the SBOTs be online, virtual. And this provides an opportunity for our distance coveners who are those who are still involved with the group but don't live geographically nearby, to take the lead and officiate at Ritual. And that is something new to our calendar. So how do you think that's going to work since it's something new? So I feel
1: that, you know, our group does take these challenges on, especially because we can actually connect to our distance coveners and I think it is such a great thing to bring that energy back into our group again. It is allowing us as a group to work again with each other through that distance, even though we don't live near each other. And I think that is something to celebrate, that this is something that's been unexpected because of the pandemic.
0: It's not the same as meeting in person. But if I have to choose between, you know, the happy, joy, joy feeling of getting together in person and keeping our people safe, I'm choosing to keep our people safe.
1: No, I definitely agree with that. And we can celebrate with those distance governors, which I think is something that we haven't done before besides this last year. But them taking charge on some of the spots that we're doing virtually I'm all for it. Let's see some of the new ideas that they have.
0: Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Me too. So if you're the leader of a Wiccan circle coven, planning out the us spots are only part of the picture. Uh, when you're planning the activities of a group throughout the year, there's coordinating classes. And believe me, when I say that Raven and I have debated about whether or not to resume in-person classes or to continue having them on a virtual basis. And we are still kind of erring on the side of caution for the safety of the group. So the compromise was to have three day long in-person workshops called Crafting Days through the year, where people do gather in person and do magical activities together and then We agreed that any sabbata bot that takes place on a Saturday throughout the year will be in person. Crafting days are something that's, you know, new, but it's not really new. Because we've always had our, our annual coven retreat over the 4th of July weekend. And we're going to turn that into a crafting day. And in the past, we've had workshops to make herbally dyed altar cloths and robes, or done chandlery workshops to do ritual candles. I would like to be able to do something different this time, and I'm very open to suggestions. Do you have any ideas for what we should be doing on these crafting days?
1: I at least have one really good idea. Oh, do tell. It would be awesome to create a mosaic pendulum sort of either map or with the the letters that you need for a pendulum to be able to create that in mosaic form. And I think that would be awesome.
0: Okay, so you're talking something like a pendulum scrying board?
1: Yes, definitely.
0: Okay. I don't have any objection to that. I think that could be really cool. I think I would have to get some extra materials because i don't have uh, a lot of mosaic stuff that has alphabet on it but it does exist i could go get it
1: yeah and the other thing is is what we could do is you know i don't have a lot of knowledge of mosaic tiling but i would have to rely on you is it sealed after it's after the tiles are glued down
0: Yeah, the first step is, of course, planning your design. The second step is laying down the mastic to adhere the design. You let that dry and then you apply grout, which actually seals it to the surface. And then you remove any excess grout, let it dry fully, and then you polish it up a little bit. So, yeah, effectively it's sealed.
1: Because my thought was if. You know, we didn't have the letters. At the very least, they could we could use like a permanent marker or something on it, and then uh, do like a some type of resin or seal on top of that.
0: Oh, sure, that wouldn't be a problem.
1: So that's one of my great ideas that I had.
0: The other thing, and I'm just noodling it around in my head, is I have this ginormous rosemary bush, and I was wondering if we could take a day. Take some of the rosemary and some of the lavender that's running amok in the flower bed and maybe make gagas for blessings. Yep. I'm just kind of toying with the idea. And maybe some of the coveners will be able to give us some inspiration uh, at Planning Moon.
1: And we could also gather some of that up just to show how to dry the herbs and bundle them up and get them hung up so they can dry out.
0: I kind of do that throughout the year, but I would be very open to that because that rosemary bush is getting a little bit uppity and it needs to be shown who's boss, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So I'm excited about how this will play out, but coordinating the calendar for celebrations and classes isn't enough. There are always more questions when you're leading a group. When you're organizing a group, you need to consider. Do the high priest and high priestess officiate at all of the rites, or do you allow people to take turns? What criteria do you use to determine which people qualify to do a rite? If you do allow others to take part in ritual, do they have to submit a script? Who gets to approve the script? Do you even allow your students to use a script? Are students only allowed to do the esbats? Are only those who are priested allowed to officiate at sabbats? Are people allowed to tag team and do rites together? Who gets to determine what rites are appropriate for a particular part of the wheel of the year? Are students doing a ritual allowed to invite guests? Under what circumstances are guests allowed or prohibited? Are some of the rites for your group public while others are private? Are all your rituals done in ritual regalia or only at the sabbaths? Do you keep one set time together for ritual or can the time vary? Are the dates for the Sabbath set in stone, or do they vary depending on when the equinox and solstice happens? How do you handle it if someone has a personal emergency and can't meet their commitment to do a right? Do you have a backup plan, a phone tree, an e-list to inform people of a sudden change? I mean, just thinking about all of this, does your brain hurt yet? And... Honestly, that's just a day in the life when you're a Wiccan high priest and high priestess. And fortunately, our group's been operational long enough that we have most of these questions hashed out. So, uh, Raven, would you like to talk a bit more about what our traditions are?
1: Yeah, so generally when we are doing our planning moon, we often allow, if it's a S-BOT, that whoever is the center for that right they have the option of making it private or public and if you're not center and if it's a public ritual then if you plan on bringing a guest you need to let the center know and basically you need to let the covenstead know or Whoever is hosting that, right? So whoever, whoever's house that's at, it's only fair that if you want to bring somebody, that everybody gets a heads up.
0: Yeah, we haven't gotten to the point where we're saying, well, you can come, but only if you show proof of vaccination. Yeah. We're not, and I hope we don't get there. To be honest.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. And the other thing that we do for our planning moons, our running joke for years have been, you better show up on time. If you don't show up on time, you're going to get all of the fall holidays.
0: And we have inflicted that on people. Yep. You know, and and we understand that everybody has a right, you know, a right to a life. But the truth is, participating in planning moon is a commitment. And it's, you know, one gathering a year.
1: So the other things that we do for... Our planning moon is, depends on the time of the year. For example, if we are doing like Easter and it falls on a Saturday, we'll let the center choose different times on, you know, when that bright may happen. So maybe they want it at noon or one o'clock instead of at our general normal time is 730. So they can change that. They can also, uh, besides having it hosted at the covenstead, sometimes it has been hosted at other places. So, for example, we've had other students that we've had them host their s bots at their their place instead,
0: mm-hmm. or at a park or at the beach. The beach yeah. is popular.
1: And one of our other traditions sometimes is we do movie, which movie nights.
0: Witch movie night. (laughs) To give a brief explanation of that, there's lots of stuff about us in the media and that's not a new thing. Some of the earliest movies included movies about witches and looking at how the public perceives us and what we do as it goes through time is really interesting. It's also a great opportunity to for people to kind of have their mystery science theater heckling thing, hit pause. Okay, kids, why wouldn't that work? It's a lot of fun. We haven't done that in a while.
1: No, we haven't, and it is fun.
0: Generally, we don't let students use scripts, although beginning students can sometimes submit a script when they're going to do a write, and then you or I will vet it and suggest edits. Because the only way to learn how to do this and do it well, both energetically and group dynamically, is to practice. Definitely. It's an awful lot of questions for an elder to come through. And, you know, it's one of those behind the scenes things that I don't think people notice. In the end, I really do believe that one of the things that keeps a coven functional and dynamic is a willingness to try new things and not get stuck in the trap of, but we've always done it that way. It's the only way to do things. On the other hand, there's a power to traditions that helps cement a group together. So negotiating the balance between keeping up the customs that work and introducing new things to deal with the needs of the group is a real important juggling act. So do you have any thoughts about how we continue to evolve?
1: I just think that we still need to keep our customs and traditions cemented in what we do, but we need to keep going with experimenting on what does work and what doesn't when it comes to us gathering and getting together, especially during the pandemic. So it does keep us on our toes and we will continue to try different things to see what works virtually and what doesn't. And definitely last year seemed to be like a proving year on what can be done virtually versus what really can't. And I think we're just continuing to evolve.
0: And I love the fact that we're continuing to evolve, but even something that seems so simple, like, oh, well, let's plan what we're going to do ritually for the next year. It's a lot more than marking dates on a calendar. So correct me if I'm wrong, but next time we podcast, we're going to be talking about rites of mastery, those rituals that speak directly to our dedication to our service to the divine and our progress along the path.
1: Yes, I agree. You can follow Greater Than the Sum of Our Parts on Twitter at GTTSOUP. If you have any questions, comments, or would like to drop us a line, email us at members at gmail.com. Our contact information is also listed in the show notes.
0: Happy winter holiday of your choice. We'll talk to you next time. And until then, with the coming of the new year, may the Lord and Lady travel with you in peace and in power.